Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Pointless Exercise Podcast. It's time for our season review Bears podcast with actor comedian Mike Busteri. Mike, how are you? I'm doing great. It's it's constantly raining where I am right now, though. I don't know if you saw the national championship game last night. Did you see the rain coming in the sides yeah. of SoFi? Yeah. It was crazy. They should have had it in Chicago. It was much nicer. And they should have, yeah. It was sunny here today. Sunny, 40s. Whew, felt like it was summer. Great. <laughs> yes. But uh, doing well. So, as always, you can find the uh, newsletter and the podcast and the shop and all the other good stuff at pointlessexercise.com. And, Mike, how can people uh, keep up with what you are up to? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at, uh, at Mike Pusateri. And uh, also, uh, I, there is a television show newly re- released <laughs> on uh, Amazon Freebie which is Amazon's ad-supported free service, hence the free V, uh, called Nova Vita. Just came out, on, just released uh, on that platform on January 1st, and you can see your friend here from the podcast world uh, in that show. So give it a shot. Nova Vita on Amazon free V. So the way I found it was I just went to Amazon Prime and I searched for Nova Vita. There was a thing I clicked on it and it took me there. I didn't have to like Go yeah. to, I didn't have to download anything. I didn't have to do anything. I just, all of a sudden, there you were in glorious HD. It couldn't make it easy. That's exactly right. Go to your Prime Video app. Do do what Andy said. Search for it. Nova Vita, of course, is uh, Spanish for new life. Did you know that? Did they go over that today? Did, did you have to learn Spanish? They do. Did you have to learn Spanish for the role? I did not. I did not. It is in, the movie is in English. Uh, but yes, Nova Vita does mean new life. Correct. So you play a guy named Murray. Yes. Murray is the. <laughs> You're not, you're not a limo driver. You're just a driver, right? I'm a limo. I'm a, I'm a limo driver. All yeah, right. I'm, I'm the I'm the driver security. So for in the guy. first episode, we get to see you in action. I want this is my one question: Did you do your own stunts? I did drive that. Uh, I did drive that car. Yes, yes I did my own. Very stunts. nice. <laughs> Put that on your resume too. That you do your yes. own stunts. Right, right. You'll see very a lot of high speed driving. Uh, th- you know, pulling up slowly to an. You didn't do the stunt at the very beginning of the episode, though. I don't think. Did not do that one. No, no. not that one. Not well, that. One. Hopefully, no one was in that car because <laughs> that's a little bit beyond anybody's pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, I caught. I've, yeah. I've, I've uh, watched uh, much of the first episode. <laughs> there you go. Like, there you go. Where is Mike? Oh, there he is. There it is. So that was fun. Yes. Speaking of doing their own stunts. How about the fact that Bears had their end of the season press conference today and no George, no on his way out Ted. Yeah. It was like, hey, we got football guys. It's a football press conference and we're just going to have the football guys. And what it it lended was an odd, it was an odd feeling to watch a Bears press conference. It was just an overwhelming amount of competence. Compared to what we're used to seeing. Yeah, yes. for sure. Not a lot of, uh, you know, the, they didn't send in the clowns. They just sent in the GM and the head coach. They actually answered questions, and then they left. But, yeah, they kept it pretty tight, too, about 30, 35 minutes, I feel like. It was... No, uh, I was I was really hoping, though, they'd bring Vag in for, and have her try to blow out 100 birthday candles. <laughs> that might be dangerous at this point. <laughs> dangerous for the sprinkler system and for her. <laughs> and, and right. Danger all around. Uh, it had a little feeling of the old Jed Theo uh, press conferences where 
um, the flute's just sitting there, and he's not getting a lot of questions. But the yeah. reason for that was they talked to him like three times a week. Yeah. And they had literally just asked him all the season wrap-up questions on Sunday. So this is really <laughs> the Ryan Poles press conference with Floos there to basically answer one question. Are you going to fire any of your assistants? <laughs> and <laughs> right. he basically said, I'll let you know. Yeah. That was his answer. So in other words, yes. So that's Somebody's a yes. getting canned. Right, right. Yes, well, we all want to know. Now the Bears somehow, what a crazy set of circumstances, that they end up with the number one overall pick. Thanks, Lovey. That's what we want to hear from Ryan Poles is what's, what What are the plans? What are the plans for the offseason? What are the plans for next year? Who's the quarterback? What, what are we doing here? Because I think everybody's – I think we can all be happy about getting the number one pick, but I think nobody wants to be doing this uh, year after year after year either. Yeah, if you're going to pick high, you should pick at the top. If your goal is, which their goal was, we're, we're stripping it down, we're going to be bad, You, this is what you want. You wanted to pick first. Yeah. Um, and it was funny. There were two things happened over the weekend. One that directly impacted the Bears and another that just it just uh, impacted Bears fans. Before, sometime during the week, the Texans met with Lovey about his future. And Lovey coached that game with a big middle finger pointed right at the owner's box and did all the non-Lovey stuff. You know, I so mean, great. they were airing it out. They went for it yeah. on fourth down whenever they had a chance. And on that last drive where they had to go for fourth, they converted a fourth and 12 and then the fourth and 20, that, that ridiculous Hail Mary touchdown pass. And they can tie it. But Lovey's like, well, oh, fuck this. And they're not paying me for overtime. We're going for two. <laughs> yeah. Went for two and got it. And uh, it was like an all time troll job. He was fantastic. The Bears ended up with the number one overall pick as a result. The other thing that happened that made Bear fans happy was the Seahawks. So the NFL moved all the games around and they had to make a decision. Did they want to play the Seahawks, Rams, and Packers, Lions at the same time, or did they want to put one on before the other? And they decided to put one on before the other. And uh, so they did the Seahawks first, which made sense because had they done Packers-Lions in the late afternoon window and the Packers win, you got Seahawks-Rams playing on national TV for nothing. Right. So they switched it around. And as a guy who my only goal was for the Packers to not make the playoffs on Sunday, I was heartened that the Seahawks won because I knew that the fighting Dan Campbells were not going to give a lesser effort that they couldn't make the playoffs but now they wouldn't have to play with any kind of, oh, we could fuck this up and miss the playoffs. No and pressure. man, did they play like a team that was like, fuck it, the entire yeah, game. Sure no they more sure so on, on the last drive when they're just trying to run the clock out. They're throwing. How about the oh, fact yeah. that Dan Campbell actually understood that on second and one, the Packers were going to go offsides on purpose. Because Brilliant. it was much better for you to immediately get yeah. the first down. That's one of those things that, like, you know, you see that as a, as a football fan. You're like, you know, they should call timeout. <clears throat> um, you never see the coach. Do, you never see the coach do that right. That was that took such right. balls for to do that. So they get that, but then they run up. They get the first. They run it. Then they get the first down right away. Um, right. They use another down. So that's good. Then they are still throwing. They get a yep. nice play, but they get a holding. They got second and 17. You're like, oh, shit, they might still have to give the ball back to the Packers. 
All they do is run a play where they throw to the wide receiver who then laterals it to the running back running up the sidelines. <laughs> and, and and then on fourth down, they had fourth and one. They could have kicked a field goal, gone up by seven. Like, yeah. They threw a one-yard pass to DJ Chark, and they sent the Packers home. Yeah. And then and it we was got the – Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, was it at halftime when he was interviewed – and they're like, you know, what, what's your motive? He was like, our motivation is just to keep them out. Yeah, it was, I think it was right before the game. Like he basically that. said, um, okay, yeah. We can't and, go. And, and he meant so it. Neither like, should they. He's like, yeah, he was like, fuck them. Yeah. I mean, you, it was like personal. He's like, we ain't going, they ain't going. Because I do think had that, had right. the Seahawks lost and they had to win an overtime against Baker Mayfield and the Rams, the right. game plays out differently. Because now the Lions, as much as you'd like to think they're just going to play that way, they're not. It's different no, if, you can fuck, if you can yeah. screw up and miss the playoffs. There's, there's pressure, yeah. But, For sure. So. Uh, and then we yeah, got quite a weekend. an orchestrated walk of, of Aaron Rodgers and his only friend, Randall Cobb, walking arm in arm off the field. He's so weird. Yeah. He's just the strangest. He is such a weird dude. And he wouldn't he wouldn't commit to coming back. And he's he's not. owed almost sixty, sixty million dollars next year. Do we really think would, he's he, leaving? Yeah, he's coming back. He may be able to force a trade somewhere, but he's playing. Right. He's just, he's awful. It, yeah, I mean, it, it was really a, a fantastic Bears weekend, <laughs> all in all. And, you know, Lovey's never going to have to buy, you know, a drink in Chicago again. But still, I mean, that, that what, fourth and 20, whatever it was, that touchdown, I mean, it went right through the Indianapolis defenders. Yeah, he just missed I mean, that easily. He, he jumped he missed, a little too early, and he was coming down, and the ball was going right over his hands. Yeah, and by the way, he doesn't need to catch it. All he nope. needs to do is knock it down, yeah. and the game is over. I mean, so just that happening is like, that's, um, that's unbelievable. One thing nobody has mentioned, however, that loss benefited the Colts. They they now pick ah. fourth, or they may have picked as low as sixth. You know, they're bad too, and they need a quarterback. They and do. And them losing that game was, I'm, you know, it was embarrassing. I think to lose to the Texans, but I doubt that uh, you know Chris Ballard's draft board cared. Yeah, that they good lost. Good point. Good point. That's so, true. We'll get into that. All the all the different teams that are stacked up towards the top of the draft that need a quarterback. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we got the uh, the end of the season press conference. Ryan pulls and the flus, the flus. Uh, a couple of things jumped out to me. One of them was actually there. One, I don't know if Ryan misunderstood the question or he just decided I'm just going to answer the one I want. He got asked to rate the free agent class. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? And he rated his yes. own. Yes, I think, he Jones. I think he misunderstood. I think he's like, yeah. I don't want to yeah. talk about that. I'm going to talk about how we got Justin Jones. Oh, and how about yeah. the fact that, remember how embarrassing it was that the Bears, Larry Ogunjobi funked his physical. and I saw one Larry <laughs> Ogunjobi highlight the entire season, and it was on Sunday when right. he was running around with, uh, was it Deshaun Watson's face mask in his hand? Which I really didn't mind. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of felt like it was kind of Ryan like taking the off ramp from. We don't really need to get into this right now. I'll just talk about my, the, my free agent class, all the stars right. I brought in, right? Like Justin Jones and 
They did extend Equinemia St. Brown, though. Oh, I saw that. Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, also good, you know, nobody asked him about Chase, the Chase Claypool trade, I, I don't think, in the press conference. They did. He talked about it. Oh, did they? I missed he that did. part then. He okay. talked about how basically it's not – his – thing was he said when you when you trade in when you make a trade in football you you understand that it's not like baseball or basketball it's not necessarily going to be plug and play mm-hmm. you get a guy and he has to learn a new system and then he gets hurt and then his quarterback gets hurt and they could never quite get on the right it was he said all the right things other than right man he's a lot worse than we thought he was going to be <laughs> other than man did i give up too much because i don't think they i don't think they actually think that but I do think that they would have, if you'd have told them he was going to gain, he, he was going to play seven games, and amass 140 yards of pass reset, pass yards, they would have been like, "That's bullshit," and that's exactly what he did. Yeah. Well, plus if you would have said, "And you're going to have essentially, you know, the 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 last first round pick." See, that would have been the the question to ask was, "Do you regret now caving in and giving up your number one?" Now, right. I, I think everybody at the time it was pretty clear that he would have. Claypool would have been a Packer, not a Bear. Right. Maybe he would have... Uh, <laughs> would, have would have caught 800 yards. <laughs> yeah, the Packers probably would have made the playoffs. It was worth right. it just to keep the Packers out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's a... You know, the Bears get the Ravens pick, which is to be determined because playoff teams, if you don't get your slot figured out until... Um, until after the playoff shakeout. Right. So they do have a second. They just don't have their second. They have a pick in every round, I think, except for the fourth. I think that's right. right. They have, what they is, have, so they eight, have eight, picks. eight or not eight picks. Okay. They have eight picks, which I would guess are going to end up. He's going to have With 11 more. or 12 probably by the time he's done. Well, yeah, well, although, we'll have to get into that. Although he could. It's not. I mean, last year he was basically forced to trade down. He couldn't trade mm-hmm. up. Ever, in any round because he didn't have the ammo to do it right, so he's just right. accumulating picks this year he can go both ways uh. well he doesn't have to trade up and at least the first well, one now the first round he can't he can't trade up in the first round oh he can try yeah, for the other ones right he calls himself what do you give me for the number one i'll give you chase claypool for it deal Ooh, ooh, i like that i like what you're saying yeah so they get chase claypool and the number one wait no, they already have both those things bears have made a trade with the bears you should just turn in some nonsense thing just to make Roger have to. Re- it's like what the, f- what the fuck am I reading? That'd be great. Um, one of the questions they got, I thought was an interesting answer, was how many blue chip players do you think he currently have? Was this when he said? Because I think one, I heard he named yeah one okay, guy. and it was Cole Cole Kmet. It was that's who it was named. not just. It was not Justin Fields. <laughs> well, I was like, that's why was, my ears were perking up for Justin Fields. I think, yeah, because he kind of had his little buildup, too. You know, there's one guy who's really done it all. Like, oh, Justin. Cole. Oh, Cole. Yeah, Cole he didn't say his last name. Cole? Okay. That's our guy? Yep. That's, it was like, who's going to be the guy The guy on the next championship team? Cole. Hmm. Now, to all be right. fair, he did. They, they, they must not have been offered follow-ups. Yeah. Because he would have been all right. So, but who else? He just just the one. He never had to do that. He just talked about Cole and they moved on to the next question. Just like he never had to right. clarify the free agent question. He they just moved right. on, and then right. four other people are yelling questions. But I thought that was I thought that was pretty interesting. It is clear they really like Cole Komet. 
Yeah. They, and what's they not do. to like? He led, he, he led first Bear tight end to lead the Bears in receiving since? Coach. No. Emery Moorhead. Emery Moorhead. In the strike season. I still think it should be Coach. 82. I don't really care. I don't 82. think it's weird. It might have been Dick Any... for a real season. Because I think he, I know he led the Heat. I'm sure he led them in well, receiving one year. They they never caught any passes. Any tight, any question, Bears trivia question that involves a tight end, the correct answer should always be coach. Yeah. Doesn't matter what the question is. He talked about the offensive line, and he, he mentioned two guys specifically that he was proud of Tevin Jenkins for his move to guard. Yeah, okay. But Tevin may very well, had he not gotten hurt, Tevin might be going to the Pro Bowl. The, the flag football Pro Bowl, and then I enjoyed. He basically talks. He basically was proud of Braxton Jones for surviving the season. <laughs> he played every snap at left tackle as a rookie. That's that that part is impressive as hell. That part's very impressive. No and doubt. when he got asked about it after the game on Sunday, they asked what he's going to work on, and he said, "I'm just going to go. I'm going to live in the weight room." He realized that he's <laughs> just not big enough to play. He didn't left say tackle. He didn't say blocking. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was partly a blocking. function of, you know, he did an acceptable job as a rookie, but they also didn't have anybody. They didn't have anybody no. else. No. I mean, we saw Riley Reef on the right side a few times, and he didn't want to put him on the left. You don't want to put him on the right. Um, Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But, you know, there's that whole thing about the, the biggest improvement an athlete, a pro athlete, typically makes between the first and second year. Right. You know what, you know what you're in for, and you have a better idea how to get ready for it. And Poles kind of walked us through what happens to a rookie. You know, you, you have your season, then you immediately go to the senior bowl, then you have to get ready for the combine, then the combine is over the next week, you're in OTAs, and you're just, you know, fucking swimming the entire time. Yeah, right. And you're playing as grown-ass men. And yeah. And you're all over the country, traveling all, you know, every week in a different you're city, basically. 17 games when you're used to playing, playing 11 17 games. or 12. Right. So. Um, and he did talk about, I enjoyed this quite a bit. He talks about, um, he, what he, one of the things he credited Riley Reef with was kind of teaching the guys how to play with an edge. And mm-hmm. the offensive lineman, how to play with an edge. 
And he talks about it in his his introductory press conference way back a little less than a year ago. Uh, one of the things that jumped out was the the offensive lineman not helping the quarterback up when he got sacked. And he specifically right. mentioned what a good job they did of that this year. And I thought, well, they certainly had a lot of practice. He got <laughs> sacked 55 <laughs> times. Yeah, They got a lot right. of reps. Got a lot of reps in got there. Got a lot of reps helping the quarterback up. Maybe cut that in <laughs> half next year. Yeah. So he doesn't have to you don't have to pick him up so much. Yeah. He's like, hey, Flutes, we don't need to work on that in practice anymore. Let's just, <laughs> let's just, leave, let's leave just an upright. <laughs> You got to ask about David Montgomery? Yep. Say, so love to have him back. Yeah. God, we'd love it. Can't. We're going to can do everything we can. Does, does everything we ask him. Yeah. He can come back as long as he doesn't want to you know, get paid like a star running back because yeah. he's not. He, he he did a good job throughout the press conference of saying basically the right things more often than not. And that was a clear case of saying the right thing, but also saying. I mean, I do think if the, the Bears will make Montgomery a offer at a number they want him back at and he's right. it'll be up to him to decide if he thinks he can get more somewhere else or if he just wants to stay right right but they're not breaking the bank for a running back especially not yep. a slow one um, and hopefully next year you won't one big talent you won't need from your running back is the ability to break a tackle two yards deep in the backfield on every play yeah just every other play would be yeah. fine that would be nice. that'd be an improvement yeah Um, so he did talk about Justin Fields, and he had nice things to say about Justin. Praised him for the, the the improvement he made during the season and all the explosive plays that he made. And he said, which I'm sure made Hub all tingly, <laughs> that he needs to work on the passing game. And mm-hmm. he did offer up on his own the fact that they clearly a big part of that is they have to get him better weapons to throw to. It's not just Certainly. a one-man deal. Yeah. Um, and better protection, the whole thing. <clears throat> so then he gets asked about the draft, and basically the question is, how, how great is it to have pick number one and not not have to take a quarterback? And he said, well, I mean, you know, all options are on the table. Mm-hmm. But they'd have to be blown away to take a quarterback number one. Now, you and I have completely opposite takes on him saying this. What he meant by that? Yeah. Yes. I I would have bet a billion dollars he would say that, even if I thought he was the biggest Justin Fields fan ever, because you're the you're sitting there with the number one pick in a in a two quarterback draft, maybe three if you're a big fan yeah. of the the big dope from Kentucky. Um. You want teams to feel like they have to get to one to pick. If they want, if they want one of the two quarterbacks, and they know the Texans are taking one of two, they got to come call the Bears. You got to get to mm-hmm. one. You can't go to three, which I don't remember who three is. You can't call up the Cardinals and say we're just going to trade to three because it'll cost us less, and we're just going to take the one that doesn't go to. So mm-hmm. I, I did not take that as an affront. If if he had not talked about, I mean, he basically they kept talking about. All the things that we're looking forward to just doing in the offseason. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, well, maybe maybe we'll just trade a quarterback and kick him to the curb. I didn't I I didn't take that. I think he, he that's certainly one, you know, as you say, I think we disagree a little bit on, on the interpretation of that. I think he could have said just as easily, like just Justin is our guy, we're committed to Justin. What we're gonna do at number one, I don't know. All options are on the table. 
We may take a quarterback. We may not. We may listen to offers. You know, because they, they could still draft a court, even if they have every intention of keeping Justin, they could still draft a quarterback and trade him to somebody else. Yeah, you don't do that though. Well, but, but I don't. I don't think what he said though. The value of the trade and the return is going to be also driven largely by the teams competing for him. What is Team A going to give me versus what Team B is going to give me? And so there's not much he can say in a press conference either way that's going to really affect no, the value and of that. That's why. Okay. I- if I'm him, I consistently answer basically the way he did. Because teams have to call the Bears, not the Cardinals. If you want your quarterback so, and you think you know the Texans are taking one because they are. The other thing yeah. is you'd like you also you know the Texans have the second and the twelfth pick. I think the Bears would like to have the second and the twelfth pick. And you can basically call the Texans and go, We can either sell off the pick to some other team and you don't get the guy you want, or you can give us two and twelve and you can take whoever you want. Yeah, so. sure. That's, and I think that's kind of what we think uh, they should do, something like that. But that brings out to a broader question. You and I are in agreement that Justin Fields is the Bears quarterback of the future. Um, I There is clearly – there's going to be a lot of pressure, I feel like, on polls. And, and here and to, 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 to draft Bryce Young. I don't, I think, think. There's gonna there's be, over, I don't think there's going to be any pressure. On him to draft Bryce Young, it's it's already starting. I mean, but, don't who, you think? What nitwits think they're actually going to take a quarterback? Well, I think now if it's next, I would I would give you this. If it was, if it was yeah, right. If it was next year's draft with Caleb Williams and those other guys, then I think yeah. you'd have a serious conversation because the quarterbacks well, next year are better. The quarterbacks this year, you're not going to. I wouldn't take see even. I wouldn't take C.J. Stroud or if if they were all the same. If it was if they were all in the draft right now. I would mm-hmm. I would take Fields over all those guys. Well, again, and you I and I uh, too. Yeah. Well, I want you and I are in agreement that that Fields is their guy. I'm making. I think I'm making. I'm trying to make a different point. I do think. I don't think that you you could that. It's a given. That polls won't draft a quarterback. That he I won't draft. I think it's Bryce. absolutely a given. I think I would give yes, you. A, I don't. I would give you a million dollars if the Bears drafted a quarterback. Okay. All right. Great. Because you it. lose all your leverage if the once the draft starts, the minute that minute you take that pick, then you're stuck with that guy, and the amount, what you can get back for him drops precipitously. Because everybody's like, "Oh, fuck it!" You're, now you're stuck with the quarterback. You can't right. actually pick him. You have to. You were right when he said basically the the auction is where you get all the. They're gonna have him trade. They're 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 not gonna have that pick on draft night. They won't get to the draft with right. the pick. They should. I agree. I agree. the The other side of that, though, is you're going to get two. You know, Justin Fields already two years of his rookie contract are gone. That's going to reset. Guys like in a, you know guys like this when they take over. You know, whenever you take over, you know, a new GM, guys tend to want their guys. Um, and that is a human. I think that's a human nature thing. I think that is something that he will feel. Um. Now that he has that number one pick, it's interesting because I think if they had the number two pick, which they would have had had Indianapolis, you know, tipped the football, I don't think we're having this discussion at all. I just think, Andy, that I, I do think there's going to be some – I don't think it's a given. I just don't think it's a given. I think he might say, look, it's, we can re- we, we can trade Justin. There's not a quarterback good enough to take. But you the thing that Bryce Young is – You can't upgrade. No, Bryce Young is 5'9 and 180 pounds. He's six really one? good, but he's way too fucking small. He's not. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. 
you're not going to get rid of Justin Fields to get Bryce Young. And I don't – it's the only place this is going to get kicked around is because the sports radio is going to have four months to kill. And they're going to yeah. do, oh, that's not going to be the way it goes. The Bears have the Bears have too many holes to dick around and try to incrementally improve a quarterback. The other thing I is, agree. yes, I know they're two years into just field. They also have a shitload of money. And if anybody thinks, even if they wanted to, they can't spend all the money on free agency. It's not, there's not no, it's enough not. good players to spend all the money on. They've got money for the extension. They're not yeah. strapped. Yeah. There was that dope from over the cap who was basically making the argument that the Bears should take um, Bears should take one of the quarterbacks, number one, because they have this huge roster to fill, and they don't want to end up like the Cardinals with Kyler Murray, where you have this one huge contract and all these holes to fill. But that didn't, that comparison made no sense at all, because the Cardinals actually did that. They kicked Josh Rosen out for Kyler Murray. The Cardinals have a roster full of veterans that they've been trying to pick up over the years to build this team around. Their cap is all fucked up. Here's the Bears in the perfect spot to have a quarterback that you're ready to give an extension to, and you can fill your holes because you have picks and you have cash to spend. You don't have to force yourself into it. You don't have to take three steps back again to get a quarterback. Well, here's the thing. You and I are in agreement on that. And and the thing that we'll find out, the thing that we will find out definitively, because I have still never really been sold that Poles and Flues believe that Fields is their guy. I'm not sh- I'm not sure if they believe that, but we will find that out definitively. Because if they if they, you know, if they trade the pick, which we expect them to do, well then they're saying loud and clear to the world, it's Justin Fields, you are our guy. Our future is tied to yours, clearly. Well, or if you want to play devil's advocate to that, they could say even if Fields isn't our guy, we'd rather go into next year with him than with tiny little Bryce Young or CJ Stroud or Will Levis. Basically, is what you're, what they would be saying. We think we can. We yeah, can try, but... they we you know their whole goal with this pick, even if they thought they needed a quarterback, which they don't. They need more. They stripped. They stripped this down to nothing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, just picking one guy at the top of the draft. I mean, yeah, you could be great. You could pick the Carter from Georgia and have him just throw guys around, which would be fun. But you need a lot more than that. This is your chance. You got this. You basically got a lottery ticket to get several picks out of it, and you have to use it. And it doesn't work if you then keep it and spend it. You have to. It's not. It's. It's. I think it's a failure if they sit there on drafting, even if they don't take a quarterback. If they sit there and want to make a pick, they fucked this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think there's going to be a lot of pressure on on him to do that. I just I don't I don't think it's a done deal. But I don't know I don't who think... the pressure is coming from. I don't know who your the mythical pressure is of anyone who's not a lunatic saying that, well, they, I, should, I, that they they have a twenty three well, year old quarterback say, and they need to have a twenty one year old quarterback instead. Well, as you say, over the next four months, that's that's all. You yeah, know, he's got the number one pick. Well, I didn't say they had to listen to him, but but it also goes to the other things we were saying. Like guys want to have their own guy. You know. He he wants the he wants but, to win a Super Bowl. He wants to put you know he wants to put but make his. You only want to have your own guy if the guy you want is there, and you'd have well, to be convinced that one of those three is the guy he really wants. And and maybe he will be. Maybe he will be. Is all I'm saying. Either way, it'll be a full throated, I think, defensive fields and confidence boost for fields. And yeah, we now believe you know he doesn't have to look. 
he doesn't have to worry about the you know if he's worried about it at all anyway about having the support of the front office. Well, if he's going to be a quarterback in the NFL, he, this shit can't bother him. If it does, well, I'm saying it'll be it's a, funny that Bear fans now, and I'm just wait at some point unless he turns into a superstar, this is going to happen to him. Right now, anybody who criticizes anything he does gets immediately yelled at. Oh, he's right. perfect. You can't. And it's like, no, he's not. He's really good. It, what most Bear fans should look at it as, look at how good he is, and he still has, there are obvious things he can improve. Think of how fucking good he'll be when he fixes those things. But instead, they throw, oh, my God, you can't. But at some point, it will tip. And if he doesn't turn it into a superstar, they'll be the ones that are all over him. It's just it's the way sports work, especially in Chicago. Yeah, well, Why I can't think we have a rational discussion about a quarterback who is good, but who is he, he is an erratic passer still. Yeah, no, which he is. No, I, because I think I think the answer to that is because those those fans that really love Justin Fields are afraid that any criticism is just going to fuel the fire to get, to move on from him. And I, I, I think, think that's what they're I think they're, they're they're the same ones who anytime they hear a Cub trade rumor, then shit their pants if it doesn't happen. They like get their little hopes up so much, and they don't want to hear like we finally have our quarterback, we finally have him, we've waited forever. Here he is. Do not tell me anything, any flaw in him. I don't want to hear it. That's the that's the feeling I always get, which is like, oh come on, we oh, watch yeah, the same the games. Game. I mean, right. when you watch him, and you objectively watch him. What you see is a guy who can make some incredible throws, and then he can just whiff on some relatively easy ones. And I would rather that be his problem than Mitch which was right. miss on the easy ones and have no chance to ever make any of the big throws. You look at it and you're like, this is a, this is a guy who, and I like the polls acknowledge it. When the sporting cast around him is better, he will become a more consistent quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. His flaws are does a good job when he, the one time a week they let him talk, they'll kind of walk through some plays about this is what Justin, this is what Justin saw, but this is what he needs to see. And you can understand it, given that there are defensive ends roaring off each tackle, not barely being touched. Mm-hmm. That, um, but when when things were, and he has a far more positive plays than negative plays. I mean, we've seen bad quarterbacks in this town, and we know what it looks like when a guy just doesn't have it. And you know, he's he makes some great plays, even in even in yeah, games where okay. he'll struggle. Um, so I, I have, I guess that's why I don't understand why people are so afraid to criticize him. It's like, look, he's really good and he's going to be better. You can I think point out a, what's wrong with him and not say, not say he sucks because he doesn't. I think as Bears fans, we have a, you know, we have, we're very, it's a very sore point quarterback. Yeah, play. it is. It's like, like we, a got, desperate... we got a good one or like, we've got to put him in a bubble. Yeah. It's like a guy who's never had a girlfriend and finally yeah. gets one. And is convinced she's the most beautiful girl in the world. And if somebody's like, "Well, she's pretty," he's pissed. What do you mean she's pretty? It's like, buddy, <laughs> calm down. I do think that I think I know that's a big part of it. It's we've never had one, yeah. and now we've got right. one, and you can't say anything bad about it. And it's like, right. no, no, no. You know who? Can't, you bear fans it. should be able to say bad things about him. It's other te- fans of other teams. That's who we're supposed to get pissed at. When they say we can't talk away about our pledges, only well, we, we can talk, can talk about it. That's exactly the way it is. Bear fans right. should be able to be critical of him without taking shit from each other. But if a Packer fan does it, we go over and we start beating the shit out of him. That's how it's supposed right. to work. It's supposed to, but it's not working that way. No. Um, 
Okay, so I'm convinced they're not going to have this pick when the draft starts. Um, the Texans, if you're the, it, you know, a lot will sort out. Mel Kuyper already has Will Levis number one on his big board, which I think is bad news for the Bears if that was actually true. Because <laughs> everybody would be like, well, apparently you don't have to pick the quarterback at one. No, you get, yeah. Um, so if you're, the, but if you're the Texans and that's the case and you really like, say, C.J. Stroud, you can just sit there. Unless it's why isn't I mean where are the Falcons? They're not high enough. They're eight. Yeah. I mean we needed we need Ryan Pace to be in to be in their war room, convincing whoever the real GM is. No oh, no no we got to give up a lot of picks and move up. <laughs> right. We got to get up there because they're going to take this guy. And it's like wait we have him like twelfth on our board. Yeah, but he's the he's the one we want. Yeah. You see what kind of car he drives. But the most obvious trade partners for the Bears, I think, are, would be the Texans at two and twelve. You get two first rounders. I don't know what you get outside of that, but I mean, honestly, that'd be pretty good. Um, the Colts, Chris Ballard, in his press conference today, basically said, "We'll do anything to get a quarterback." He said, "Didn't you he say heaven and earth? Yeah. He trade head of heaven and earth." <laughs> I would be on, be on the phone well, with there, Chris. There's a guy not playing or too close to the best. Yeah. Say, all right. Well, we'd like your fourth pick, and we'd like Shaq Leonard, and then we want your uh, we want your two. And give us next year's one, and you can have. Yeah. And then there's heaven and earth. How about the fact that the Lions are picking sixth because they have the Rams pick? When they made that Pretty trade, good. now if you're the Rams, you don't give a shit. You won the Super Bowl. Hey, you well, traded for Matthew Stafford, and you won the Super Bowl. You don't care. But everybody's kind of yeah. laughing at. They're like, why would they take? So here was the thing: the the Lions got all this shit for. They took Jared Goff and that ridiculous contract to his. Um, and then they're like, and you, you're, why do you want first round picks from the Rams? They're the one of the best yeah. teams in the NFL. They're great. <laughs> Jerry Goff turns out to be a competent quarterback for them to the point where yeah. they're not going to pick a quarterback in the first round this year. No, and they end up with a sixth pick, and their own pick is like is fifteenth or something. Yeah, yeah, they they could be a problem. The Lions. Well, wow. at, at the end of the day, the Lions are still the Lions. They will, that they is will, true. They will Lions it up. But they're not quite we're the lovable happy. Lions. We're, just, we're the very we're lion, we're giddy about the Lions this week because they kept the Packers out of the playoffs. It's great. Yeah. But they still have won one playoff game since 1960. So well, they're due. They are due. And then the Seahawks pick fifth. Mm-hmm. Same <laughs> kind of deal. They make that trade. It's like, oh, we, so you trade Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Broncos are going to win 15 games this year. What's that pick? Yeah. Be? Well, <laughs> right. No, they won five. Yeah, and the Seahawks are in the playoffs, and they're picking fifth. Uh, that's a team that should probably draft a quarterback. I know Geno probably. Smith set the franchise record for passing, but he's old, <laughs> and he's Geno Smith, so right. maybe they had to call the Bears. And then there's the Raiders sitting there at seven, and everybody's dream is that the they trade, um, um, what's his name? What's Devante his name? The quarterback. Adams. Oh, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams and the seventh pick to the Bears for the first thing, get a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, they're not trading Devontae Adams. As much as I would love it if they would, they are getting rid of Derek Carr. They basically asked Devontae, are you cool with playing without your old college buddy? And he was like, yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm fine with it. <laughs> so everybody's like, oh, well, I guess. It's like, I can't <laughs> play. I, I live in Vegas, guys. It'll be fine. Yeah. Right. He's like, I, I used to be in Green Bay. It's a lot better here. Right. 
it was it was a bonus to play with Derek Carr. It wasn't the reason that he went. Yeah. There. So he's like, have you guys been to Vegas? Not, he's not going to be forcing his way out. Now, one good thing about the Raiders, though, I don't know. Maybe now they're in Vegas. This shouldn't be as big a problem. When they were in Oakland, they were always running out of money. I mean, that's how the Bears yeah. got Khalil Mack. They couldn't pay. They right. couldn't afford to pay his bonus. I don't think they have those same problems now. They're not going to have those same problems now. Yeah. I mean, Mark Davis is still eating at PF Chang's every day and driving a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> and getting his hair cut at the Barber College for a dollar. Yeah. So he's got money now. So I think he still wears his dad's old white track suits. He doesn't even spend any money on clothes. Hmm. So there's the Falcons at eight. Are they, you think we're, they're settled on Desmond Ritter, their third rounder from last year? Probably not. So they might be think in, there's in, the, they're in the quarterback there, yeah. business. So there's a Ryan Poles, Ryan Pace chat. What do, what do you want for the number one pick? What do you got? Mm-hmm. Take it all. So does Ryan Pace call Ryan Poles and say, what you know, what can I give you for Justin Fields? Maybe. Maybe that's the trade. I don't think that's going to be the trade. Uh, yeah, but you wonder if it's a conversation. The Carolina Panthers at nine. You got Sam Darnold now. <laughs> He's probably looking for a quarterback. I don't think the Eagles are. Eagles have it the 10th pick. It is amazing how many bad quarterbacks are in the NFL. Best record in the NFL. Or did they end up with at least the NFC? Eagles? Yeah. And the 10th pick, thanks to the Saints. There's the Titans at 11. We know they don't need a quarterback because they have Josh Dobbs now. <laughs> They're sad. Signed off the pra- Signed off a practice squad two weeks ago. Starting a game yeah. to try to get them into the playoffs. Right. Uh, yeah, of course, Malik Willis out of Liberty, who they tried to play this year, and he went, shit, this is not the Colonial Athletic Association or whatever Liberty plays. The Jets at 13. They're always looking for a quarterback. I don't think the Patriots uh, are. They've got Bailey Zappi, and they've got Mac Jones. They're set. And then we get down to the Packers, and even if they did need a quarterback, pff, they, that's they don't you're too far down. We're not we're not scooting this far down. Right. Um, the Jared Goff trade, um, the the first one, the one where um, the Rams moved up to get him, that was with the Titans, and the Titans did move back to 15, but they got. They got a crap load of picks because of that, because they had to move down mm-hmm. so far. And when um, one of the guys they got with those picks is uh, Derrick Henry. So that seemed to work out for the Titans. It worked out pretty good, yeah. yeah. But I don't see the Bears moving down that far. They can't afford They no. need, you know, to me, the, the trade to be made here is uh, either you sucker the Texans into panicking and giving you their 12 with the two, because that would be great. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. You're picking exactly who you're going to pick at one, and you're getting an extra anyway. pick for it. Right, or, a good, a high pick, a twelve pick, yeah. Or, the Colts, you're only moving down to four, where you're you're getting one of the. Assuming you're going to draft Will Anderson or, um, why can't I think of Carter's first name, Jarrell is that his name? Or uh, the third one is, which I don't. Again, we don't think they should do this. I don't think it could be ruled out. But you mentioned that the Falcons, that might be the move if they're going to if they're going to move Fields, and draft a quarterback. At least from maybe they do that. And maybe Send they do him that. Home. And and you, 
and, and it'll be great. They, you can start over and have to develop a rookie quarterback because basically he was a rookie quarterback this year, given that he learned everything he knew from Matt Nagy, and he can start, do that all over again. That'd be fun. I think Matt Eberflus would throw himself off a bridge if you told him he had to do that. Because think about it, if you're the Fluce, right? You put up, yeah. you put up with your general manager t- consistently taking. He took three All Pros off your defense. Mm-hmm. Khalil Mack, Robert Quinn, Big Play Bob, my favorite, and Roquan Smith. And it was with the idea that we're going to start with next. This is the only year we're doing this shit. Next year we mm-hmm. are full speed ahead. We may not be a playoff team next year, but you're going to have talent. You're going to have players to work with. And I wouldn't want to be in the room where he walks in and says, "We're starting over quarterback again." I, I don't. I, I don't I think he I wants guess, to have that conversation. I guess it depends on what kind of. I hear what you're saying. I guess it depends on what kind of footing Flus thinks he's on. I mean, he's he's fine for. He knows he's on good footing. Game. He does not want to go. He doesn't want to do that again. You don't want he to. May do not. That. You don't want to do that for two seasons. This wasn't. Oh, no, this I'm was not, not a typical. Not this wasn't a typical. Okay, we're gonna. Um, the impact players are free. We're gonna have. We don't really have any money to spend this year, and they didn't. They had. You know, they could spend around the edges, and we don't have very many draft picks because the previous regime fucked us. Um, but we're gonna do the best we can. We're, you know, they would have kept Roquan, and they would have kept trying to sign him, and he signed today with the Ravens, and he was. Mm-hmm. There's some Bear fans that are mad, and it's like he was never. They they tried. They had that conversation a thousand times. If it was going to happen, it was going to happen. Uh, and the Ravens are paying him $20 million a year. Which, right. Good luck with that. Um, Jack Sanborn's better. I think we objectively can say that. I mean, the Bears <laughs> upgraded immediately when they got rid Clearly. of Roquan. Right. And they're paying him like $8 a week. It's great. Um, if, if A typical NFL rebuild, the Bears would have probably... And part of this, though, it kind of went perfectly for the Bears, right? Because... They're a three and fourteen team, but they're like five plays away from this. Not even really an exaggeration from like seven wins, mm-hmm. and just being yeah. stuck in that limbo of hey, that's great, you guys played hard and you won seven games, but you suck, and now we're picking seventeenth. Thanks a lot. Right. Um, I think we all, everyone owes Cairo Santos an apology. I mean, the intentionally <laughs> shanked extra point against the Lions. Yeah, see? That came in Paid big. Off. You got the number one pick, and that's the guy you should be thanking. Um, Vellis Jones leaving the ball, just laying there inside the five-yard line for the commanders when they had no way of scoring otherwise. Mm-hmm. Vellis gets a bonus for that. Right. Um, but in a typical year, they would have tried to have won games, and it would have been a rough season, but you know, your coach would not have stood there and watched his team lose ten games in a row. <laughs> a franchise-long winning losing streak. Yeah. And then walked in and said, that was fun. Probably going to have to do this again next year. Yeah. I don't think that was the plan. Um, now, I could see it. Had had the season progressed offensively the way it did before their little, before the Patriot game. Mm-hmm. Then I think you, I think we're lit. I think we're legitimately having this conversation about what are they going to do a quarterback? Um, but they, they changed the offense they got because they weren't getting any explosive plays. They weren't. They couldn't protect the quarterback long enough to throw it out of the ball down the field. And they basically said, "All right, mm-hmm. fuck it. He's gonna have to. We're gonna have to just let him run." And they did. Right. And the 
what you end up with is a guy who can run like Lamar Jackson, but can actually throw. And I, yeah. So I don't, I, I know your fear. I don't share it at all. I go out, buy the, you buy all the Justin Fields memorabilia you want. You can plaster it all over the walls. You're safe. Uh, we'll see. I, I just, I'm not, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It'll be interesting off season. For wildcard round action, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is the place to go. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wildcard round this weekend. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code POINTLESS. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. That's code POINTLESS, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario and Ohio. Bonus issued as free bets. One free bet issued based on the amount of initial losing NFL bet up to $10. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY as 467-369. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms. Um, you know, especially it'll be very interesting too. Just from a, you know, when was the last time the Bears had the number one overall pick? Nineteen forty-seven. Nineteen forty-seven. Nineteen forty-seven. They've had it twice. The first time they had it, they took Mark Harmon's dad, Tom Harmon. Nice, nice. And the second so, time they took some guy from Oklahoma State, who I've already forgotten, and he was bad. And they haven't. Had so it Twitter, since. Twitter was not a big thing, and social media was not a big thing in nineteen forty-seven. No. <laughs> it's going to be interesting just to see, just to navigate that landscape and see what that's like. Now you've got the number one pick, and after the Super Bowl, there's nothing else to talk about football-wise except for the draft. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, you're going to hear every kind of rumor, everything. Yeah, I you're going to hear all kinds of things. I do not think that um, Ryan Poles does not strike me as the guy who gives a shit about what the rumors are. I just don't know if 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 we'll see. I just don't. I just don't think it's a foregone conclusion. I just don't think it's a it's an absolute given that they're not that they're going to stick with Fields. I do. We'll see. I think it's an absolute given. Okay. That they're going to stick with Justin Fields. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. But it'll be interesting. I think. I think there will be some tense moments over the next few months, if nothing else. Well, at least in your house, there'll be tense moments. Yeah. There won't be. <laughs> so I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be worried about it at all. <sighs> So we look around this exciting Bears roster. It's easier to pick the things they don't need than the things they need. That's true. What they don't need is they don't need a specialist. They have their punter. They have their kicker. Cairo, $750,000 bonus. See? For not missing go. a kick. On, and he actually, he made he made two, but only one counted. Because uh, the Vikings went off sides and the Flues went for two. Yep, he was trying to win that game. He argued. He, he didn't. He couldn't even go into the locker room at halftime because he was right. arguing about the field goal, and he was right. Yeah, there was no question they were trying. They should. They he should be trying to win that game. Now here's a problem I have: the NFL is what like a hundred billion dollar entity, some ridiculous yeah. amount. Why yeah. can't they design parkas for the head coaches that they can zip? Do you notice that all the head coaches have to leave the parka unzipped? And it's because 
they can't reach the stupid thing on there. If they zip up the parka, it covers up the thing yeah. on their belt where they have to switch between switch the headset. So they all have to look like morons out in the freezing cold <laughs> with their with their coat completely open. They got like I know an the extra sweatshirt on because yeah. it's open. Why can't they just Nike? Right? They have a contract. Nike can't just make a little notch over here. You zip it up, and you can yeah. just reach down, and there you go. You can just hit well, the thing. Here's the answer. They had that design figured out, but FTX was going to be the sponsor <laughs> of the parkles. So then when that blew up, that all yeah. went away. They were this close. But it was very – because you know, so he's late getting to the locker room. He had to sprint to the locker room. And there it is. Parkle yeah. fl- wide open, flapping in the breeze yeah. while he's running in. Not a big point, but how is it a legal play when there are two footballs on the field? Yeah. How is that? No, everything how, seems how does that work? That. The Vikings weren't set for a second. There was yeah. The refs were cold. They wanted to go in, and then all of a sudden, there's Eberflus standing on the field yelling at him. They're like, "Fine, just tell him he's fucking right. We'll take the field goal off." Vikings right, right, didn't right. even stick around to find out. They didn't give a shit. They're in the. They found oh, that, out in the that, locker room. That had, yeah. That the whole coach example right? like, "What? It's what? 16, 9, 19? Fine. We don't care. We're gonna kick their yeah. ass anyway." Yeah. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Like, you know, there are two football fields. Yeah, but the teams are in the locker room already. Screw it. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, because uh, Jonathan Vilma, who's really so good, so glad. No, yeah. Bears got him the last two weeks. Seemed very concerned that they didn't actually kick a K-ball. Yeah. kick one of the kicking balls. But they did, because that's why the second ball was on the field. Because they were On the field, right. Yeah. But uh, I don't remember ever seeing two footballs on the field in a play that counted. Yeah, you wouldn't think that. You think that would have been? I think they would have at least blown it dead for that, and then or just, yeah, or something would have, would have mentioned something like, "I guess they're just gonna screw it." They so screw it because the teams are in the locker room. Um, one thing I thought the game didn't have enough of was um, nobody shoved any of the um, any of the trainers. trainers. That's unfair. They got That's shoved free. They just yeah. got to run around on the field willy nilly, trying to help players. Nobody gave them a shove, and then another guy walked by with a passive aggressive chest bump. You can't have these guys too comfortable out there. They got to know they're going to get popped, blindsided. Yeah. How about the fact that Quay Walker is his name, right? Quay. Yeah. Quay yeah. Got thrown out of two games this year. <laughs> he got thrown out of yeah. the game on Sunday night while the Packers are fighting for their playoff lives for for no reason, just shoving an athletic trainer from the Lions. Yeah. And he got thrown out of the Bills game for shoving one of the Bills practice squad players on the sidelines for nothing. They were like, he, he got kicked out for shoving two people in street clothes. What? Oh, yeah, what, what is this guy's problem? That's a fun bunch up there. Yeah. The great white noise. Very classy. So you stay, stay classy, Green Bay. Terrific. So the Bears have a kicker and they have a punter. The great Trenton Gill. Um, I like the stat. They kept showing off that the it was the Texans punter, right? Broke the NFL record for for average yards per punt. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because he punts for the Texans. He's punting from the ten yard line every time. He never has. (laughs) He can air it out on every kick. He's. It's not like he's kicking from the. You know, he's not kicking from the forty-five trying to just. You know. know, Yeah, he's not pinning. He's not pinning guys the ten. Yeah, he's just pinning his ears and kicking as far as he can. That's not. He broke Sammy Baugh's record. Sammy Baugh. Um. Do they need a backup quarterback? Are we cool with bringing back Trevor Simeon for year two, hoping that he doesn't have to play and then he can't hurt his 
ribs or you're not, leak or whatever. Are you off, you're, you're off the Nathan P- or the uh, Peterman train? Well, I mean, Peterman was apparently good enough that they felt that they, in order to lose that game, they needed to give Tim Boyle some run. Yeah. You know what? We're going to rotate Boyle in for a couple of series. <laughs> yeah. Tim, you know what to do. Sure do, coach. Here you go, Vikings. <laughs> Have it. Catch this. Which intercept? His interception though wasn't any worse than the one Aaron Rodgers threw to end the Packers season. It was basically the same pass. It was the same pass. Just yeah. completely overthrow your your guy, and there's nobody back there except for a defender. That was great. Yeah, perfect. Uh, on the offensive line, you need a center. You need a center. That's you, for damn sure. You certainly need. You probably should get two more. You probably should find both tackles. You need linemen on your offensive line. You may you need have, a lot of. You may you know have your missing? guards between Cody Whitehair, Lucas Patrick, and um, Tevin. Jenkins. You may have your guards. Yeah. And Larry, you got Larry Borum to put there, too. But and it's, it's unfortunate the tackles are what cost the money, and that's what they're going to need. But right. they need two of those. Yes, they do. Two um, of those in a second. Okay. Three out of five. Great. So you have, you probably have – well, you kept Equinemius. You got Equinemius yeah. for another year. But he's really just there there to block. Best yeah. blocking wide receiver. Graded out the highest – Rated blocking wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. Um, well, you're set with that. You got Cole Komet. He's your championship guy, so he's good. Yep. He's your one blue chipper. Don't need that. He's one blue chipper. So you got Cole, but you probably should use. An, you probably need another tight end. So you got to go find one. I don't think Ryan Griffin is lighting the world on fire for anybody. Probably not. Probably wide not. receiver. You have Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool, and Equanimous, and that's about it. And so you need, yeah, you so you need, need a number yeah, one. You have a two. You have two twos. Two twos. twos and a six, basically, with those three guys. <laughs> yeah. So you need a you need a one yeah. and a th- and a four. You need yes, you do. That's another reason why, um, the Bears why Poles shouldn't go completely crazy splashing the cash. Mm-hmm. Because the reason the Eagles got AJ Brown was that they had cap room, and the Titans are like, you know what? We're gonna go. We're gonna draft Traylon Burks, and we're just gonna we'll get rid of AJ. And the Eagles are like, "We'll take him, please," yeah. and completely transform their offense with that dude. So mm-hmm. you, gotta, you need to save a little cash for when one of these wide receiver divas pisses off their team so much that right. they're like, "We want to get rid of him," and you're like, "You know what? We could probably tolerate him." Yeah, yeah. Well, like we talked about earlier, there's there's not enough good players to sign anyway, so they're not gonna blow. Yeah. Oh, well, the I mean the and. The big reason they traded for Claypool is the wide rec- the free agent wide receivers are not good. Right, it's bad. Um, so you're not gonna you. I'm sure you you certainly can upgrade over um, Dante Pettis and mm-hmm. Nikhil Harry and uh, Simba. Right, but you're not filling your number one spot with somebody from free agency. Right. Um, For sure, I still think the play is to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and just He's wait. Awesome. Yeah, like they used to do, <laughs> just like Larry Bird. You just take him and yeah, sit right, around for a year. Red right back. Yep. yeah. And Marvin um, opts out and doesn't play a single game for Ohio State, so he doesn't get hurt, and then he shows up and plays for you. That'd be that would be awesome. You really should be able to do that. I don't know why you can't. You really should. So that's all they need on offense. That's not that much. No. Like two thirds. They just need to find two thirds of an offense. Oh, I did have a running yeah. backs. Um, oh, right. You got Khalil Herbert. You may have, yeah. depending on if he takes your deal or not, you may have David Montgomery. I don't think they're too worried. 
right? They'll just go find another David Montgomery if they can't have that David Montgomery. And then on defense, uh, yeah, I think the offense is bad. Wait till you hear about the defense. You need a defensive line and a linebacking core, except mm-hmm. for Jack Sanborn. You can build around Jack. You got Jack. You build around Jack. So you got Jack. And they, somebody was breaking down the defensive lineman and basically said, Justin Jones is pretty good as a backup. We don't have a starting defensive lineman on the team. So we got to find that. So we need three yeah. of those. And then we need probably three linebackers to go with Jack. Mm-hmm. And um, But you don't really need to add that much to the secondary. Probably you need to find another okay. corner. okay, yeah. So you, you know, you, oh, that's a lot. Yeah, because all it means is that you basically, in order to have to turn this from a terrible team to a good team next year, is you have to bat like eight hundred on these moves. <laughs> That's all you have to do. Right. The first time GM, and the first every, time all of them right. Then we right. might be able, and we we might be in the hunt on weeks fifteen. Yeah. With a first first time GM and a first time coach, head coach. You know, that's something we talked about too. You know, Ryan. There's no one, unfortunately, to mention Ryan. He to mentor Ryan. Ryan Poles in that building. Now I'm sure he'll be able to talk to some of those guys at Kansas City or whatever. But you know, you know, Theo mentored Jed for 20 years, and well, Jed look how still that's does. Going. Look how that's and Jed. Going. And Jed still does stuff to Boggles about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is this is tough waters for anybody to navigate. Yeah. He got. I would hope he got his mentoring when he was in Kansas City. I and mean, at some point, you've got to be the guy. They give you the job and you yeah, got to well, do it. He's no, no question about it. It would, so, but it would be nice if there was some, you know, wise old somebody I mean, kind of. Theo learned under, um, crazy. What's his name out in San Diego? I can't even think. It's see him. This hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. making all those oh, yeah. big barrel chested whatever. And then he went to Boston and he was he was nothing like Kevin Towers. And he was no, he was he was the anti Kevin Towers in every way. Right. Um, yeah, I'm. Yeah, a... I'm uh, the only thing that worries me about it is we just, he just doesn't have a track record. I'm not worried that he's incompetent, but no, yeah, I mean he's 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 put in a spot now. It's like he has the dream setup for a GM right now. True, but the, the problem blank is blank canvas you know, and a lot of money. You're also yeah. if this shit doesn't work, everybody's like, oh, you fucked that up. Yeah, because honeymoons are. I mean, you know, this first year everybody's willing to give him both of them. Yeah, that was one of the questions and, of the press conference was, you know, you guys didn't have any pressure on you this year. You know, what's right. going to be like next year when you have pressure on you? And I, I would answer the questions like, well, yeah, we still had pressure. Like, we may have been shopping at the discount rack, but every player we could find this year is one less that we needed next year. Like, mm-hmm. if we could unearth a few guys, that would help quite a bit. It's not like we were just like, oh, who cares? Come on in. You want to wear a bear uniform and run around? Oh, it's always been your dream. Yeah, but but you know, it's kind of like David Ross with the Cubs with the thirty nine thirty one second half. It's like, yeah, no, nobody's questioning your moves. Nobody's caring then. Now the pressure for him too, and for Jed that that all ratchets up next year. But you know, the town clearly was willing to say, "All right, we get it. This year, you guys do what you got to do." Well, but it's funny. The most year, the fans were, but there's still a lot of weird media idiots who were, couldn't understand. Like, did you see David Haw? 
his little yeah, I heard he was. tantrum was about bird? no one should be celebrating them getting the number one pick is so-called football town. You should try but to win he... every week. It's like, you know, did you play? I know you played at Ball State. They had helmets then, right? Did you just decide yeah. not to wear yours? What was the word he used? It was something like, uh, like off put or something or yeah. the upset. So he used some silly word. It's like, oh, yeah. We all knew what the deal was. We've been trying yeah. to get them to do this forever. And it's they yeah. did it the and, David and, Hallway forever and it never fucking worked. Right. And somehow, through sheer lack of talent and a lot of crazy luck on the last day, they actually ended up with the number one pick. That was not the most likely scenario going into that final weekend by a long shot. And they did. So that's great. Yeah, I at no but, point was worried they were gonna pick fourth because that would require them winning. I knew that was yeah, yeah, that wasn't at the cards. I mean, Poles would have run out and stole the football at some point in the second half <laughs> if they were ahead. Well, Poles claimed he wasn't even watching the yeah. uh, Texans game. And John Greenberg that? had the same thing I did. I don't believe you. Yeah, was that Greenberg who said that? Yep. <laughs> Somebody was like, I'm not sure any of us believe that, but okay. <laughs> That's right. It's like, was that Greenberg? Uh, no. Uh, now, you may have been, he may not have been standing in front of a TV, but I would, he certainly was looking at his phone. Doing I would imagine. Look at that. Yeah. And he said it didn't matter if they picked first or second. It mattered a lot. Okay. It matters a lot. There's a big difference in this draft yes. between one and two. One is where you yes. needed to get to, and they got there. So, kudos. Especially, yeah, especially for planners to trade down. It, one matters a lot. Um, yeah, so we got a lot of time now to... You can get, get your mock. You, you, you probably should work on a mock draft every day now. Between now and then, get your big board ready. Sure. Yeah. Start ranking people. Now is the time. I I don't. I Chicago sports radio is, doesn't interest me. Um, no, I mean it. Got but it now is when you get the calls about. I haven't broken down all the film yet, but the callers yeah. <laughs> calling in saying stuff like that. Yes. I haven't watched all the film yet on this guy. But what do you think about yeah. what? Why are you know, you, Bob. What would you have a real job? Maybe yeah. we'll do that instead of whatever. Instead of breaking down the film, which let me let you in on a little secret. You're not qualified to do. Now the Bears are likely to lose their assistant general manager, Ian Cunningham. He is he's a hot commodity around the NFL. When um, you are an AGM of a three and fourteen team, you're what the if, you're How about this? One of the teams that may be interested in him, they haven't decided yet whether they're going to fire their general manager, mm-hmm. is the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Now, what if the Houston Texans fire Nick Casario and they hire Ian Cunningham? And that becomes – so what parallel to this is there in Chicago sports? I was just going to say, you know, the Houston Astros might might need a guy too. So maybe he's got both Houston teams. Um, <laughs> the uh, – who was the um, – so this happened before they got there, and then they got to reunite. So Jed Hoyer takes the job in San Diego. Theo's still in Boston. Theo mm-hmm. gets the mandate that uh, from Nesson that they need a uh, uh, they need more stars on their team because ratings right, were right. down. Right. So um, they work up a trade between the Padres and the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. And to get, um, God, I, the stroke I had today is really, what's it's his name? First, first baseman. I can't think of his name. He ended up playing against the Cubs for the Dodgers in the playoffs. Um, oh. 
Car- no, uh, no, no, not Eric Carroll. We're not going back that no. far. Uh, Jesus, this is bad. See, you need Donahue. He would know this shit. Well, anybody, get the wrong should, know, anybody should know this. It's uh, He played for the Marlins, then he played for the Padres. First baseman, Dodgers. Adrian Gonzalez. I was stuck Gonzalez. on the... Uh, yeah. So they trade, amongst others, Anthony Rizzo to the Padres to get Adrian Gonzalez. Then when Jed and Theo are reunited in Chicago, their first call is to Jed's old buddies <laughs> with the Padres. Like, you know what? We're going to need a first baseman. Yeah. And they get uh, our, our beloved they Anthony Rizzo. Right. But they did give up a lot for him. They gave up... Uh, I mean, he turned out to suck. But the pitcher, I can't remember his name right now, who they gave up for Rizzo. It's not like they did him any big favors. Oh, he was one of the uh, one of the big C's, Andrew Kashner. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, Tyler Colvin, Starlin Castro, and Andrew Kashner. That's who the Cubs right. were building around. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they gave up a guy that the Cub, the Theo would come in and immediately looked at and said, "That's a bullpen arm. He's not a starter. Yeah, so he's not worth that much to us. So let's get rid of him." Right. But there you go. You just uh, that took a roundabout way, but uh, Jed was in the middle of all that. We need Ian Cunningham to be the uh, to be our Jed Hoyer. Yeah, we need to go right, off yeah. to Houston and uh, send us the second and twelfth pick and some other stuff for no <laughs> jumpstart the Bears rebuild. Yeah, Texans will get their quarterback, and God love them. I do think if I were if I were a in the quarterback um, market, market, yeah, I would take C.J. Stroud. I wouldn't. Take you would, Bryce Young. Yeah. Bryce Young, really? I just I can't get over the he's he's really good. He's really good, but man, he's he is skinny as a. I don't like it. Well, yeah, but he's like you know he's, he's listed same at, he's listed at six foot one ninety, <laughs> which means he's at best five ten, and he's at best one hundred eighty pounds. And he's, he's a real probably, man running around throwing people into the ground. Yeah, he's probably like Drew Brees' height and weight, though. Pretty similar. Yeah, but he wasn't a tennis champion, right? Wasn't that always the, the reason we got for why Drew could just bounce around back there? And... <laughs> I don't know. I think he. I think Young is going to be the number one guy taken, but we'll see. Yeah. Because everybody raves about how he's NFL ready and all this sort of stuff. He's good. Stroud's good, too, though. I really like the... Uh... It was night and day when you saw uh, Max Duggan. Yeah, Stetson. So one of the things I watched the uh, both the semifinal games and the um, championship. I watched the Skycam, ESPN Skycam. Oh, you did? Okay. Uh, it was really good for the semifinal games because you didn't get any announcers at all. It was oh, just the cool. NAT sound. And then nice. I so I have two TVs down here. So the big TV had Skycam and 4K, and then the little TV, the little TV. You know, had uh, the broadcast so that I could I had them I had them set up so that the broadcast was run about five seconds behind, so I could see the plan Skycam. Then I could look over and watch the way that they showed it, whatever. Nice. And uh, Georgia was all over Stroud every bit as much as they were all over Duggan, but he yeah. was really good at being able to just kind of like you know. He by himself just a little more time, and he knew where to throw, make throws, and then it was jarring to watch Duggan go up against him and not be able to do Oof. any of it. And you're like, Oof. you know what? I know there's a pretty big gap between those two, and there should be because Max Duggan is 
didn't even start the year at TCU. He got beat out for the quarterback job. Yeah. Right. And then the quarterback right. got hurt in the first game, and he got his job back. Yeah. Uh, but that was impressive, especially after the fact, when you watch the uh, the Georgia score 1,000 points against uh, Oof, man, Tennessee. that was Wow, that was a beatdown. But the good thing is, in my world, Bears don't need a quarterback. They're not even considering a quarterback. It's the last thing on earth. Another tape to watch. They would never do. You're gonna give. You're gonna give like Billy the intern the quarterback tapes to watch. All right, watch that. Let us know what you think. (laughs) The real men are gonna look at the positions we actually need. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, that wraps it up, I guess. A hell of a season. What do we, I think we each had him pick when six wins and seven wins. I think one of us had one and the other. I mean, we were looking dumb there when they when they got off to their hot start. Well, you saw that Greg Gabriel treat. That yeah, was right? great. It was, yeah, yeah. When they were saw, saw two great. and three or three. They were three and four. Whatever it was. Right? Three, and four. three and four. And he's like, please pick them. We win three games. What are they going <laughs> to lose? Because he couldn't do math. He was like, well, they go one and 14 the rest of the year. It's like, how many games do you think they're playing, Greg? <laughs> they're only playing 10 more, and they're going to lose them yeah. all. Yeah, nobody thought that. I think it was Joniak. I was listening to some post game yesterday. Right? I had to run out to get something. And uh, he was detailing, like, how late the Bears were leading in the in games in the losing streak. Yeah. And it's like here they had a four point lead with three minutes and twenty seconds to go. They had it, it's like, and you kept doing it over and over again. You're like, holy shit! Wow. They really were close to having an actual like serviceable record, and that would have not done us any good. Just shows though they're that much, they're that close. It's the hits principle. That's yeah, the, so that's the hits principle. Right? Clearly, finish, there's no F in hits. There's no finish. One of the one of the things that came out that the when the writers were chatting, you know, they're on their, all their little wrap up things. Yeah. And I do think this it it you were gonna accuse me of, of being of saying nice things about you know, the equivalent of saying nice things about David Ross and the Cubs playing hard. But yeah. if you're on a football team and you lose ten games in a row, that fucking you should have a lot of problems on a team that loses ten games in a row. Oh yeah, that's like losing sixty games in a row in, in baseball. And um, you know, or more. And we've seen bear teams that were not nearly as you know, that didn't face that kind of crap that just melted down. And well, of course, it helped to not have Brandon Marshall on this team, so you didn't have him screaming through the locker room yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, it also helps, obviously, to have a bunch of guys just hanging on for their careers. That helps. They're not going to rock. Young guys. Not a, bo- a lot of boats aren't going to get rocked when you're just hoping to stick around for another week because you need another paycheck. Right. Um, exactly. But I do think there was something to it because you saw NFL teams this year just not give a shit in some games. Just like, fuck mm-hmm. this. And the Bears never did that. Um, so the six guys that are left after the season, they will have that to, they will have that to hang their hat on next year. They'll be like, oh, remember how last year we lost this 10 row? No. Oh, that's right. None of you guys were here. Well, we did. We lost 10 in a row. It was terrible. But we yeah. stuck together, and then all of us got cut. So. <laughs> yeah. That's what we should do. Someday we'll take a look back at the roster from week 18 and then compare it to the <laughs> roster week one next year and see how many oh, names are comp- the same. Or we compare it to the Bears' next Bears Super Bowl team. It's just cool. 
Right. Cole Komet, the, the only name left. Need. <laughs> he played some quarterbacks. So you're not real quick. Before I write, you're, you're not you're not uh, swayed by the bear. You see the, the video the, of uh, the redesigned soldier, reimagined the oh. soldier field that came out a couple days ago. Uh, that... Talk about coming out twenty. They should have started that process twenty years ago. But now they're like, oh yeah, this. I will say, it. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of those architectural renderings of buildings over my and my real job and just other stuff. That's one of the best well, ones the video I've ever seen. Cool. That was amazing. Oh, no, I would have no. bought. I would buy that if I if I had a hundred. Yes. What is it for? If I had four billion dollars, I would pay for that. I'd be like, yes, I want that. Um, but oh. the fact that they're the city is still pissing away money, paying architects yes. to make these videos. That's um, the crazy part. This is not like, going to happen, guys. As someone going pointed out, the city still owes eight hundred million dollars on Soldier Field. Where are they going to get yes. money? To put another like yeah. billion dollars into it to turn it into that don't. Oh, and, and by the way, and also get the Metra and the CTA and all of that. That they're going to get a federal grant for that probably. Um, uh, but sure. yeah, that was really cool. I watched it like three times. I'm like, oh, this is really nice. Oh, it was a great video. And just I just so imagine stupid. the bears sitting around looking at it like, the fuck is this? Do we own? Are they yeah, get, so well, they're going to yeah. let us have it? Because we're going to own the one in Arlington. So you're just going to give us the stadium? We'll take it. That would be great. But you're right. That was the kind of vision that had they had it for the remodel. It would obviously wouldn't have been that because that was 20 years ago. But um, that was the kind of thinking they needed 20 years ago, which was how do we turn this into an all-purpose facility? And they didn't do it. And they basically started the clock on themselves the minute they didn't put a roof on it. Like at some point the Bears are going to say, all right, we're going to go – we're gonna go build our own, and yeah. we're gonna see. Mayor, that was that was the yeah. old Mayor Daly who was like, the, and, he, and he was living in a world where the McCaskies didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. Right, we were just starting to get money. T, the TV deals were just starting to like trickle in with an extra zero on right. them, and the McCaskies were feeling like, ooh, the, the the Bears couldn't build their own stadium. They just literally couldn't do it. They didn't have the money. They couldn't do it. Right. They would have they to sell now. part they of the team to, to do it. So yeah. he lived in a year where he's like, he had all the <laughs> leverage. And he's and then he would do the whole well if you leave we'll just get an AFC team it's like well no you won't because yeah. the Bears can basically say no they can't have an AFC team yeah. he made all the threats and the Bears cave if Ted was in charge of that and he's like oh you know yeah. this is great but they live in a world now where that's not the case where the, no. the Bears are they, the minute that they bought the, I don't know if it's even gone through yet but they they're getting the, the land in Arlington Heights that's a license to print money up there they're giving that up. Mm-hmm. So, I don't want—I don't want to sound um, skeptical, but uh, it <laughs> seems to me like maybe the video was a uh, Cam- Lori Lightfoot campaign stunt. Oh, how could you? Yeah, I need some proof. I'm working real hard to keep the bears. Yeah, right. But yeah. How do you build Curtis? Yeah, they had. Oh, they—they didn't—they spared no right. expense. No expense. Bill Curtis and. Um, I mean, I would love, honestly, if I were the Bears, I'd be like, ooh, let's build this in, in Arlington tonight. Heights. Yeah, sure. And there were things right. on it that they literally can't do. So one of the things, and I remember this from the original Soldier Field redesign, um, had the, the columns mm-hmm. were incorporated inside. Um, they were kind of indoor-outdoor columns. 
And the <laughs> hysterical society said, you can't do that. You can't, you can't. The, actually, I think what they were going to do is they were going to make them bigger. Because so, yeah. it looked ridiculous. You're building this huge stadium around. Like, uh, old Soldier Field, we thought the columns were huge. You walk through right. those, you're like, oh my God, these are enormous. New Soldier Field is like, wait, it looks like, uh, it, it looks like small, Stonehenge. Yeah. And spinal tap. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you walk out, it's like, carrying it around in his hands. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they were basically told, no, you can't mess with those. You got to leave those. That's a that's a federal monument to the, it, for the longest time, it was yeah. the only monument to the soldiers of World War One. You couldn't mess with it. Right, 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 right. That's why we got the wacky current design. Yes. And now he ended up with the spaceship crashed into the lakefront because they, yeah. they when they redid it, that's what they came up with. So I'm yeah. like, why it's not like, you can't even do that. Yeah. Like they actually thought of that. I told you they were told you can't do that. So why you know that? But yeah, happened. I take it. With the, I, I like the, the roof was really cool too. It was like completely see through. Oh, wow. It was like being outside right. except you were indoors. Right, right. By the so, way, are the Bears going to play in South Bend for the next ten years while that thing is being built? Well, that was too? the thing. So like, so timing wise, <laughs> if Northwestern, <laughs> Northwestern's going to build their their swanky stadium on the lakefront, mm-hmm. but that's going to that's years away. You yeah. would basically have, if you were the Bears, you'd have to wait. You have to wait for Northwestern to finish their stadium so you could play there. Because this is two years. This isn't one year. The, the stuff they're doing to this, this isn't one oh. season in Champaign. No. This is no. two years somewhere else. Oh, please. So, yeah, you'd end up, probably end up in South Bend, and they're not going to do that. So it's yeah. None of it was ever going to get seriously considered other than I, no. I'm sure the Bear fan, the Bears themselves looked at it just the way we did, which was like, oh, this is pretty yeah. cool. This is never going to happen, yeah. but this is pretty cool. Exactly. Like, right. Right. Um, so there are there's rumors that um, it's a done deal. Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren is going to be mm-hmm. the president of the Bears. We've been hearing that for a while. Um, yep. Then you, Jerko, Jerko said that it's going to be announced by the end of the week. So we got we got okay. a few days left. Hmm. Um, of note, he was in Minnesota when they built U.S. Bank Stadium. Mm-hmm. Which, Correct. honestly, if you're going to completely rip off a stadium to build in Arlington Heights, that'd be a pretty good one to build in Arlington That's Heights. That one and SoFi are the two that you yeah. want to look at, I think, yeah. I think the snow load at U.S. Bank is probably, probably <laughs> more, more comparable. appropriate than the one that can handle it, SoFi. Probably, probably. But uh, So that'll be interesting to have. Um, what'll be interesting there will be if they restructure and polls reports to Warren because right now polls does not report to the president he reports to the chairman or does polls get a president title he should have gotten to begin with in my, we've had that discussion I'm a long say time. he doesn't because they're going to Kevin Warren's check is going to be so big that they're not going to want to <laughs> cut another one for Ryan when he wins the Super Bowl next year then they can talk then, then they'll talk okay fair then enough they'll talk. Fair. Um, oh yeah and we talked about a little bit but um I try to think Sunday's win. I think it's I, – I joke that it was a top three Lovey Smith win for the Bears. Yeah. I think it's mm. seven or eight. I thought it was a top ten, league. certainly. Yeah. I mean, you got to put the – he only won three playoff games. They should all go ahead of that. Yeah. Um, especially – and one of them was an NFC championship. So, pretty good. Um, or did he win four? He might have won four playoff games. One, two, three, four. Not a lot. Uh, and then uh, at least a couple of the Packer wins, I'd slide in there just because. But that's pretty yeah. high. It's it's pretty high yeah, up well, there, for sure. What it's the 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 uh, what it could mean it can have yeah. on the franchise. Right. 
there were fans calling in like, the Bears should make Lovey the defensive coordinator next year. I'm sure that's exactly what Lovey wants. He wants to come back to the Bears as the defensive coordinator. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's like he runs the same defense that Matt Eberflus does. Yeah, they're exactly the same. You know, I'm sure when Matt went to the famously went to the Rams camp to study the defense, it hasn't changed yeah. at all in any of those years. It's exactly the same one the Lovey runs. Right, right. Lovey never had a hits principle, damn it. He didn't. And the other thing, maybe we can wrap up with this, because uh, it's another old friend. Um, so there's the rumor that Sean Payton, he hires Sean, you're getting Vic Fangio. It's a done deal. He was the defensive coordinator. But one of the teams that that is going to interview Sean Payton is the Broncos. Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine Whoops, Vic? It's a little like, awkward. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, Sean, you're in my office. I'm not. Oh, that's right. That yeah. used to be my office. It's not it anymore. Um. <laughs> so what about that? What, what about what about a bear? What about the Bears hire Sean Payton and Vic Fangio? How about that? Just kick it all out of the can. That's the equivalent of. Um, well, who did that? When they got the number one pick, they immediately fired their coach. Because that's what the Bears should have done when um, they got Fields. They should have immediately fired Nagy. Right. And we talked about it. Somebody did that. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you did a nice job, but we need a real coach now. You can't think of who that was. <laughs> That would be funny. They, um, the problem with that is, uh, you're probably going to have to. The team that gets Peyton's going to have to give the Saints a one, and the only one yeah. the Bears have is one overall. And you're not doing that, even if even if you thought that the upgrade from the Flus to him was so high. Plus, he was a scab. He was a spare bear. You really want to bring? He him was back? a scab. He was a, bring he a was scab a back to coach the Bears. Nah. Right. Good point. And he's got the weird <laughs> facelift. I still yeah. can't get over that. I don't know what year that happened, but all of a sudden Sean Payton's face was a lot tighter than it used to be. It look <laughs> it's like that's why. Well, here's what's going to happen with Sean Payton. I can guarantee. I can, um, the Cowboys are not going to the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll lose okay. one of the four first two weeks, and Sean Payton will be the next coach of the Cowboys. Oh yeah, yeah. Jerry like has that. wanted to hire him forever, and they can compare bad uh, facelifts. See, there you go. It's a two-for-one deal. I believe he's the same guy. Right. All right. Nice. Well, I assume you are uh, – I'll see you this weekend. You're flying in for the Cub Convention. Oh, yeah. I can hardly yeah. wait. I've got my, my, my all my sweatpants <laughs> lined up to wear. <laughs> all right. We're going uh, to be podcasting live from the from the uh, Cub Convention. <laughs> uh, you and me and Ryan Dempster and Ian Happ. It's going to be great. Oh, we're, doing, we're doing six hours on Saturday, so rest up. And they're going to simulcast us on Marquee. Bring your coffee. Yeah. We know what kind of coffee you're going to bring, too. Yeah, whatever that shit is. That Ian, whatever that is. Yeah. Hair plug roasters or whatever it's called. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks. All right. Thank you. Many of us have herpes. I just want this to be over. 